Welcome to Red Pill Torah, calling believers from man's institutions to God's instructions. Has anyone ever heard the Creator's voice with their own ears? I'm Tim. And I'm Miss. If so, wouldn't you want to know what he said? Would you think it was important? Let's talk about it. If you didn't know, the Torah is the first five books of the Bible. Understanding and believing the Torah gives context to the rest of the Bible. You can email us at redpilltorah at gmail.com. Find us at our website, www.redpilltorah.com. Follow us on redpilltorah.podbean.com, on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, or wherever you hear your favorite podcasts. We love to hear from you. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And a big shalom to our listeners in New Jersey and Russia. Listen out for Red Pill Torah on a radio station near you. While we were in services last Shabbat, I was reading the scriptures on my mobile phone when a news headline slid down onto my screen. It had to do with an impending conflict between two countries that will likely expand to include other nations in the world. Now, when that happened, I recognized that the lights are blinking. That means that our time is growing short. Years ago, as a young deacon in a church, I was responsible for locking up the building after services. Usually, the people would be standing around and talking as if they had no place to go after service. To remind them that the services were indeed over, I would turn the lights off and on. Usually, they got the message. They could continue their conversations outside the building, but they had to leave. I remember those days when Dink and Tim blinked the lights. It was time to go. Now the Ruach HaKodesh is blinking the lights, warning those who are paying attention that the end is approaching. With that, there may be times coming in which there is a famine for the word of Elohim. Seeing the lights blinking gives us a greater sense of urgency to get these messages out to Jehovah's people. One of the messages is about the importance of what we know as the Ten Commandments. Last Shabbat service was really notable for a couple reasons. Our dear friend Daryl gave us a really generous gift, a copy of the Milstein edition of The Latter Prophets. It's a book that contains the writings of some of the prophets, including Hosea, Jonah, and Malachi, as well as some commentary from Jewish thought leaders. The preface of the book gives some great perspective on the Ten Commandments. Here's a brief excerpt. It says... Ever since God communicated his will to Adam, mankind has been guided by divine pronouncements addressed to outstanding personalities like Noah, the patriarchs, and Moses. It would have been inconceivable for God to have created the universe without providing the guidelines for man's mission on earth. The apex of prophetic communication was the revelation at Mount Sinai Mm -hmm. when God communicated his message to mankind. For the only time in history, he spoke not only to great individuals, but to the entire nation that he has chosen as his people. Think about that for a minute. The creator of everything spoke in an audible voice to millions of people Mm. while they camped at the base of Mount Sinai. Most of them were descendants of the 12 sons of Jacob, but some of them were Gentiles who left Egypt because they saw Elohim's miracles. They clearly saw that he was more powerful than the gods of Egypt. Some of them were Egyptians, and others may have been slaves from other parts of the known world. 
Through their act of faith, they were grafted into the covenant made with Israel. That is a sign that the Torah, Elohim's instructions for living, are for all people, not just the Jewish people. The words that Jehovah spoke from Mount Sinai are also special because they weren't inspired and spoken by a prophet. These words were spoken by the Creator Himself. Amen. You know, for centuries, many churches have taught that the Ten Commandments and other instructions in the Torah were washed away by the blood of Jesus. We were taught that these scriptures' value is allegorical, not practical or relevant for today. Thank Elohim that we now know that what we learned, no matter how passionately it was preached, is simply not true. The Father's revelations are eternal, and His Son did not invalidate them. That's right. In fact, it is Yeshua who gives us a framework to understand the Ten Commandments. In Matthew chapter 22, some Sadducees and Pharisees were questioning Yeshua. Reading from verse 35, one of them, who was a Torah expert, asked a question to trap Yeshua. Rabbi, which of the commandments in the Torah is the most important? Yeshua told him, You are to love Jehovah your Elohim with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. This is the greatest and most important mitzvah or commandment. And the second is similar to it. You are to love your neighbor as yourself. All of the Torah and the prophets are dependent on these two mitzvot. As we study the Ten Commandments, we will see that the first five tell us how we are to love Yehovah our Elohim. The second grouping of five tell us how we are to love our neighbor as ourselves. This is how all of the Torah and the writings of the prophets are dependent on these two commandments. Yeshua's framework for understanding the Ten Commandments extends to all of the Torah and the prophets. What we know as the Old Testament includes the Torah, or the first five books, the prophets, like Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Ezekiel, for example, and the writings, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes. The writings expound on the wisdom that we find in the Torah. That's why we can say with certainty that the messages of the entire Old Testament can be categorized as being related to one of the two commandments that Yeshua quoted, and to one of the Ten Commandments. That's right, Daddy. That's also why we can say that the Torah is context for understanding the rest of the Bible. What we read in the New Testament is either telling us what happened in history at that time, or instructions that is based on the Torah. Much of the New Testament features direct quotes from the Torah. Because we rely on translations of translations to get Bible written in English, for example, many of those quotes from the Torah are not clear to us. Also, because many believers don't know the Hebrew culture and context for all of the scriptures, they tend to impose their own perceptions of the New Testament. We hope to point specific instances out to you as we study the Ten Commandments. We learn about the Yetzer Hara and the Yetzer Hatov. The verb Yetzar means to fashion or to form something. We see it used in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, which says, Then Yehovah Elohim formed a human, or in Hebrew, Adam, from the dust of the ground, which is in Hebrew, Adamah. And he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, 
so that he became a living nefesh, or soul. Now the verb yetzar is usually spelled with one yud, and a yud is the Hebrew letter that sounds like our letter Y. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, the original Hebrew scriptures spell it with two yuds. Some Jewish sages say that this isn't a mistake. It's an alternate spelling that reflects that humans were fashioned or formed with the ability to choose. We were given a choice between the good, or the yetzer hatov, and the bad, or the yetzer hara. As we read further in Genesis, we could say that Adam and Eve followed the yetzer hara, the evil inclination, and that's how we all got into this situation. As we study the Ten Commandments, we will see that seven are telling us to not do something, and three affirm what is the right thing to do. Remember, Jehovah could have said anything he wanted to say, and he chose these Ten Commandments, and seven of them warn us to not do something wrong or to override the Yetzer Hara. Remember, when Jehovah decided to flood the world, Genesis 6 verse 5 says that Jehovah saw the people on the earth were very wicked, that all the imaginings of their heart were always of evil only. The Hebrew word translated as imaginings is Yetzer. In other words, the hearts of mankind were always forming something, and that something was evil. We now know that the definition of evil is something that does not agree with the Torah, the instructions of the Most High Elohim. If we want to live lives that are pleasing to the Elohim of Israel, we will live in ways that are different from what the world at large is doing. Mm -hmm. We learned and accepted this truth early in our walk as believers. The red pill was the realization that living set-apart lives also meant unlearning some of the church traditions and teachings that we grew up with. That's why we asked the question, what would you do if you discovered that the way you live your life and some of your beliefs were out of line with God's instructions? Would you take the blue pill and believe that the Creator said something and later sent His Son to erase what He instructed His people to do? Or would you take the red pill, compare your beliefs to Scripture, and change what is out of line? Only you can answer that question. By the way, we learned to call them the Ten Commandments in church. The Hebrew people call them the Ten Words, or utterances. By calling them the Ten Commandments, we have actually omitted the first commandment because it doesn't seem to be commanding us to do anything. We'll pick up with that first word in our next podcast, if Jehovah will allow us. You know, Mama, our society would be a much better place if everyone lived by the precepts in the Ten Words. Mm -hmm. Our Heavenly Father's way is the best way. It was also His idea to give us the ability to choose. We know that it pleases Him when we exercise our free will and choose Him and His righteous ways. Living Elohim's way is contrary to what we see most people doing. We simply have to believe in Him and follow His Torah, His instructions. Amen, Daddy. The Torah is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. As we follow His instructions, we will not fall. Well, that's it for today's podcast. Listen again online and share Red Pill Torah with a family or friend. Tell them to join us as we look more closely at the 10 words. Thank you for spending 15 or so minutes with us at Red Pill Torah where you can handle the truth. truth.